Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Friday, 10th day of June, 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. As we count down the minutes to the NotFest Roadshow coming to town tomorrow, baby. Last shot at some tickets here on the show. If you would like to go for free, you would have to want to tune in during the program today. We will hook you up with those. Another chance at money as we head into the last week next week, Big J, of the X-Rock Double Dare. And so we are down to crunch time for winning some cash on this radio station. We'll give another person a chance at around 7.30 this morning. Our friend Robert's coming in from uh, Things & Company, the improv group over at Lounge at the End of the Universe, talking about a big weekend over there. Of course, we had Josh Johnson on the show yesterday. He is officially headlining tonight. Nice. And then uh, they got the Idaho Pun Slam happening this weekend, which is always a good time. So lots of chances for you to enjoy some comedy as well over at Lounge at the End of the Universe. So never a dull moment. There's always something going on in the Treasure Valley, Big Well, Absolutely. Usually nine to ten things happening all around the same time that you're going to have to make decisions as to what you're going to take part in and what you're going to do. Some of those decisions are easy, Big J, and some of those decisions are difficult. That's right. Like for you, I know it's an easy decision for you to go to Slipknot tomorrow because I've got a big, gigantic standee right next to me here. Yeah. Looks pretty good, right? It's nice, right? You're happy. It looks great. Yeah, yeah. It looks great. Uh, Now, you you said that's expensive? It's not cheap, right? What's expensive? I mean, I paid 130 bucks for it. That ain't bad. I mean, it looks like it's got a pretty permanent setup, right, in the back? Like, it's pretty sturdy, isn't it? It's got it's a pole that comes together. There's a the case right here. I was like, I was super impressed. Yeah, I was very excited, and I can replace the the sign, you know, if I want to do something different. Uh, we did myth a little bit on the the QR code. It's very tiny. It wasn't meant to be that way, but uh, that's okay. I'm not going to explain too much about that. Just know that when you see Big J's standee at Notfest Roadshow on Saturday, make sure you look. You go on like a QR code hunt and try to find it. And then if you can find it, scan it, right? Yeah, or uh, it's got their website uh, on their BigJaysBeard.com that you can go donate that way as well. Well, that's not the website. It's BigJaysBeardBrigade.com. Oh, what did I say? You said BigJaysBeard.com. It's that kind of morning already. It's all right. We're just getting started, everybody. Get ready. I got no sleep last night. So. What happened? No wife, no sleep? <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, I got woke up, I don't know, probably like 11 o'clock. My foot screaming at me in pain. Plantar's fasciitis. It's back? Yes. It completely disappeared, and now it's back with a vengeance. My God. Throbbing, and it just, I couldn't get it to shut up all night. What can you do for it? Nothing. Well, you can do some exercises and things, but I, I don't know. We'll yeah, see. Big J does not subscribe to the exercise theory. It doesn't matter what you tell him is going to fix it. I did them last time, and they didn't seem to do much. But We also play music on this show. Let's get started with some Jane's Addiction. Jane says, kicking things off here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. <laughs> After with Nick and Big J. If among your many activities you are looking to maybe do something outside this weekend, well, Bogus Basin is beginning its summer operations as of today. It's opened up seven days a week. It begins on June 17th, but they're doing some weekend stuff beginning today. The recreation area will be open uh, 11 to 7 over the weekend. You'll be able to check out the Glade Runner Mountain Coaster, the Gravity Park, the scenic chair rides on the Deer Point and Morning Star lifts. You can do some gem panning if you want and have some fun. Plus, bike rentals will be available. Food and drink will be available for purchase as well. So they're opening it up for the summer, baby. Now, the trail system is still up there at Bogus is shut down, at least for the time being, because, uh, you know, we got some unseasonably weird late snow, if you remember that, Big J this particular year and so there's some snowpack and wet conditions there that they don't feel like the trails are 100% safe yet so they're holding off on that but other than that everything else is going to be opened up up at Bocas beginning today so enjoy have some fun yeah you know mountain coaster it up man 
Just be careful. Don't run into anybody. Rangers got hit by lightning last night. Tampa Bay blew past them with two goals late in Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Final score, Tampa Bay 3, New York 1. They now have a 3-2 series lead, the defending Stanley Cup champion does. PGA Tour is battling it out with that Live Tour that's out there. Uh, the 17 pro golfers that have decided to join up with it, including some big names like Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson, are now banned from the PGA Events Tour, including the FedEx Cup and the President's Cup. Uh, of course, the Live called it the Live Tour called it you know petty and dumb. But listen, man, I mean uh, the, the PGA Tour is going to protect its brand, and they don't want to be associated with this tour who's got some shady investors that are kicking things off and they've decided that they're going to punish the people that are going to take part in it. I guess it's their prerogative, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with the weird setup and scoring of the Live Tour, I don't think it's going to take off. Here's the problem, too, is that it won't be factored into the world rankings. Right. So... You know, that's why, like, plus, uh, aside from Dustin Johnson, like, the other golfers they have aren't that great. They're not some of the top golfers. Phil Mickelson hasn't had a top placement in quite some time. He's getting up there in age. So, uh, you know, you're risking quite a bit professionally if you go with this league, aside from being ostracized from the PGA. You're also going to be limiting yourself on uh, opportunities down the road because you won't have a world ranking. Right, and and the money's there, but the coverage isn't either. I mean, yeah, it's on YouTube and Facebook and their their website, but all the major broadcasters are like, we don't want to touch this tour with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, the longevity certainly isn't there. So Justin Johnson's getting his $125 million, but probably not everybody who's floating over there is. No. No. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening, but it's certainly going to be a shakeup as some names you recognize will not be on the PGA Tour, and uh, you may not know where they go. But uh, I, listen, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, golf is a weird sport anyway. I feel like it has to have personalities and people that you cheer for in order for you to tune into it, unless you're an avid golfer or an avid fan. And all this does is just make it more difficult to put that kind of stuff on. Big J, we know what's up with Angelina Jolie next. She is going to produce and direct the film Without Blood. It's going to star Salma Hayek. She said in a statement that she is very excited to get back behind the camera and do some stuff to make sure that films get released. And it's, of course, based on a, on a book. And everything is these days. And we'll see when it actually comes out. But it's a very serious and sad book. Just the kind of movies you love to see, Big J. Ones that are about uh, terrible things that happen to good people and uh, seemingly no justice yeah, in the world. Uplifting. Yeah. Makes you feel good. Really. Makes you want to go out there and attack the day. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. That is Tool here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And I think you would classify yourself as a rock music fan. Yes, Big yeah, J? Yeah, sure. Which usually means that the Grammy Awards mean nothing to you. But maybe you also have other vested interests. And it's nice to see them grow a little bit. Probably a little bit long overdue. But they announced yesterday that they are going to make a change and add a category to the Grammy Awards, Big J. And yes, this time, real rock. <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with oh. rock. It may have something to do with rock. They're removing genre from it altogether, but they are going to focus on music that has been created exclusively for video games, which is like, hey, that's kind of cool. Uh, at next year's awards, the Recording Academy will hand out the first award for best score soundtrack for video games and other interactive media. Uh, they say it recognizes excellence in score soundtrack albums comprised predominantly of original music and created specifically for or as a companion to current video games or other interactive media. So they're realizing the reach and depth of video games, and there's tons of amazing music that goes along with some of these games that we play, all of which, you know, some of it, of course, is licensed soundtracks, but this specifically is for the scores of music yeah. uh, that, that accompany video games, and there's some amazing scores out there. And there's some big-time composers that already have Oscars that have done, like, uh, we talked to Hans Zimmer right, um, uh, about that, and I think he did, like, Call of Duty Black Ops 2 or, you know, several different iterations. But, yeah, it's uh, it's about damn time for uh, this to get uh, noticed and recognized. So Very cool. the Grammy Awards do get credit for growing and adapting. Uh, probably a little bit of a red flag for being so late. But they uh, now if they can just master getting the right bands into the correct categories, I think they might be headed to the right track, Big J. I mean, again, I'm not asking for the world. I don't think we'll ever see rock on the Grammys early showcased unless there's some sort of serious shift 
in this particular uh, country, but I do think that it is smart that they do this because there's a lot of work and a lot of time that goes into these video games, and there's a lot of money in this business, and they're silly to pretend it's not a thing and it doesn't exist, which they have been for a while. So at least a little bit of credit for that. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yes. When you think scores of video games that you enjoy, is there one that comes to your mind? Red Dead Redemption. Yep, it's fantastic. I mean, it's uh, pretty amazing. Same with Red Dead Redemption 2. is is really good. Yeah, and as far as modern ones, I mean, uh, the, the New Horizon Forbidden West game has got an amazing score that goes along with your adventures that you do on that one. So they will have no lack of particular contestants for this category every year. It's just a matter of which one gets the nod. Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is the X-Rocks. That's the Deftones. That is change here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Friday mornings, we're going to fire something up a little bit different, give you an opportunity to spread your wings a little bit, maybe get the blood flowing a little bit on a Friday morning with a nice little song that could do exactly that. We're going to call it Big J's What Are They Going to Do Fire Me Song of the Day. It's going to be happening on Friday, and it gives us a chance to showcase some cool things, talk to you a little bit about some stuff, but mostly uh, give you a little bit of insight into the world of Big J. And so what are we kicking it off with, Big J? Well, hey, we're going to kick off uh, What Are They Going to Do Fire Me by playing some Slipknot Dead Memories. All right, here it is. It's your song of the day here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. Slipknot, that is Dead Memories here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's Big J's What Are They Gonna Do Fire Me song on your Friday morning, and I think I have an idea why Slipknot made the cut, but you say there's more than meets the eye? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Of course, uh, Slipknot coming to town tomorrow uh, to the Fort Idaho Center. But uh, recently, we lost here uh, a friend uh, a couple weeks ago. His name was uh, Big John to most people, John Arnold, and it was very shocking and sad to to hear of his passing, and a lot of people who went to concerts might remember remember him for a long time he worked out at the big easy and then eventually the inning factory doing security and uh, he was a very large man and that's why they called him big john and i knew him uh, for years before uh, moving out to middleton which where is somewhere he lived and i got to know him really well out there and it just uh it was shocking and sad and he had planned on going to the show uh with his buddy uh arden who we uh, know here very well as well mm-hmm. so um i just felt that that was very fitting and uh, there was a little get together last night and they're going to be having a uh, fitting memorial service for him on July 1st but um, yeah just kind of remembering him and uh, you know he he loved rock music that's for sure loved pop evil too and a whole bunch of uh, bands so uh, I'll be thinking about him on Saturday as I'm sure a lot of people who will be going to the show yeah, a fitting tribute for a uh, awesome uh, listener, but even more than that, a really good dude that uh, that we have a really long history with. It was really sad to hear about his passing. Yeah. For sure. So, thoughts to his family for sure. I know his daughter is, uh, you know, dealing with a lot, and I'm sure his whole family yeah. is as well. Just had been, a grandkid, right? So. Right. Sucks, man. It does. It does. But uh, thoughts are with them, and it's a good way to kick things off here this morning on the morning after with Nick and Big J. On the way, we got ourselves some important stuff. Hold tight for that. In the news today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, Big J, how would you label yourself? Are you an optimist? Are you a realist? Are you a pessimist? What do you think? Uh, I'm an. I think majority of the time I'm an optimist. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when would the minority come into play? Well, the minority then would be realist. No, no, no. That, I'm saying like, what? In what situation would that would that rear its ugly head? Oh, when uh, the bills do. And the check's not in the mail. The check is not in the mail. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I realize now that I cannot afford this. I don't know. It, it's it's been a balance throughout my life. Like uh, a lot, I, I've always been an optimistic person, but. Sometimes it always doesn't lend to, you know, having the best results. Yes. Uh, you will listen. At, at some point in your life, whether you're an optimist, a pessimist, or whatever, you're going to find disappointment. That's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I always tend to hope for the best and then expect the worst to mentally prepare myself for some of the awful things that can happen from time to time. Uh, but if you consider yourself an optimist, good news. You may live longer than the rest of us. Uh, if you're a lady, Big J. A study of 160,000 women of various backgrounds found that results were significant if somebody considered themselves an optimist when it comes to health conditions. Socioeconomic status and uh, poor diet were also taken into account, but the biggest factor they found was positive thinking, man. 
optimists tend to believe they have control over their fate. They have opportunities that are going to be coming their way. And it's estimated about 25% of your outlook is determined by your parents, Big J. Oh, yeah. How they raised you, the the environment that you grew up in, is going to impact your optimism or pessimism. I have no no idea how I managed to get that outlook. Well, keep in mind, you're saying your parents weren't optimists? Well, that could exactly be it, though, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could see that situation and go, I don't want to (laughs) parrot that. I don't want to be like them. Right. And so that could be the way that you approach your life because of it. So it's not necessarily a taught kind of thing, but it is certainly something that you observe and you are uh, at least privy to early on in life. So, look on the bright side, everybody. Rangers beat, they got beat by the Lightning last night. Tampa Bay blew past them with a couple of late goals in Game 5, the Eastern Conference Finals. Tampa Bay 3, New York 1, and that means the Lightning now have a 3-2 series lead after trailing in that series 2-0 to to begin. Good news if you're a Warriors fan. Steph Curry is going to play in Game 4 of the NBA Finals tonight. He suffered a leg injury in uh, the fourth quarter of Game 3 when Al Horford crashed into each other, diving for a ball. He says a good rest and ice did the trick, so he's going to be fine. You don't have to worry about that. And remember, you've got an actual game on television tonight, Big J. Not a replay. You can watch an actual game if you'd like. Ozzy Osbourne's got a pretty big Monday ahead of him. He is undergoing what's been described as life-changing surgery, according to Sharon Osbourne. She was on the talk in the UK version of that show, and she says that this weekend she is flying back to California to be by Ozzy's side as he goes under the knife. Sharon, the news is that you're heading back to LA, and I'm sorry to hear that Ozzy's got a big operation coming up as well. He does. He has a a very major operation on Monday, and I have to be there. It's really going to determine the rest of you know, his life. So the next thing is my son is going to have a daughter in about three weeks. Fabulous. And uh, also it's our 40th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. 1st of July. So so are you are you planning a nice big party or something for that? I don't know yet. Depends on everything with us. That's a weird... Depends if Ozzy lives. It's a weird question to ask somebody. Get that just stuff a, ready to roll on Monday, I guess. He's got a very serious surgery on Monday. Uh, he's 73 years old. He's undergoing a very serious neck surgery. Uh, this still has something to do with the the uh, the quad injury that he suffered back in 2003. Uh, and so, no definitive word whether it has a specific reason why he'll be going under the knife. We just know it's a neck surgery. So, here's hoping... On Monday, everything uh, turns out all right for Mr. Osborne as he undergoes yet another surgery. Let's play VX Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. Let's try to wrap up the week by giving away some money, shall we? We uh, had a pretty solid cold streak coming into this week, but uh, over the last couple days, we've given away some cash. We certainly like that trend to continue. We're as hot. We welcome Jay onto the show, who was Caller X this morning. Good morning, Jay. How are you, man? I'm doing all right, guys. I'm awake now. Beautiful. Well, we'll try to get, add some <laughs> money goal, right? to that awakeness if we can, uh, based on your knowledge of this topic, Big J. South Park trivia. All right, man. Uh, Jay, how much of a South Park fan are you? Uh, I'm not a big... Uh, uh, oh, well, not you, Jay. Oh. Yes, Jay. Jay. Yes, yes. <laughs> you on the phone. <laughs> Uh, um, I, I watched a lot of it back in the earlier days, but I haven't watched it for years. Yeah, it so. may come in handy. Uh, we'll see. Yes, because Big J, believe it or not, your knowledge of the the topic makes no difference whatsoever. I, right? I I, I do. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> you will be asking the questions. Uh, we'll start with a fifty dollar question. We'll go double or nothing up to two hundred dollars. Jay, you can stop at any time if you get a question right, but if you get one wrong, you lose everything. Are you ready? That sounds like real life, so okay, let's go. <laughs> Indeed. All right, which character on the show routinely dies at or near the end of most of the episodes? Oh, well, that's Kenny. Right. There you go, see? $50 in your pocket, Jay. You can take that and walk away, or you can go for the $100 question, although they do tend to get more difficult. What would you like to do? Let's go for the 100 Okay. Here, here we go, 100 bucks. What two Canadian characters on the show have their own TV show the boys like to watch, and it involves a lot of farting? Terrence and Philip. Right. See, you got this, man. That is $100. You can try for the most difficult question at $200, or you can walk away. What would you like to do, Jay? Let's go for the 200 All right, man. It's not like it's going to cost me any actual money out of my pocket. There you go. Uh, 200 bucks. This now-deceased soul singer voiced the character of Chef in the early years of the series. 
Isaac Hayes. Hey, right. See, I knew it. I knew it. Good job, yeah. man. 200 bucks is yours. Congratulations, Jeez. dude. That's how it goes. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with that money. Rich. And boom. South Park trivia for the rest of the day. Lots of seasons to lean on. We'll see how you do. Uh, 12.30 with Jason Drew. 5.30 today with Adam. That is when you can call in to try to be a part of the fun. But we have one more week of the X-Rock Double Dare, so make sure you tune in next week for your last couple of chances to win some cash. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Got your We're Going to Hell story next on the X-Rocks. Point three, the X-Rocks. Houston, Texas is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story, and it is not a good story if you happen to be federal judge to Via Bell. Uh, as she was overseeing a case that involved a defendant that they said Big J probably shouldn't go into a courtroom because he is known for his outbursts. You understand what I'm saying, Big J? Oh, okay. So I don't know if you're familiar with what protocol is for situations like that. Like, where they say, listen, we can't bring this particular defendant for whatever reason into an actual courtroom, but obviously, you know, still a court case needs to happen, right? Yeah. So what they do is, believe it or not, they bring the court case to the inmate, usually, is what ends up happening. The judge goes into a particular special room, usually in the actual place where the person is in custody, and they have kind of like a makeshift kind of procession there, if you will. And that's what the protocol was for this particular case. When, out of the blue, as they were just getting started, the defendant asked the judge if she liked peanut butter. And she was like, well, I mean, that is not a relevant question to the actual case that we're in. Let's kind of stick to the facts. And it was then, Big J, that the defendant started throwing his fecal matter all over the room. Uh, he chucked his feces at the judge and at his lawyer as well, and it, it was his attempt to kind of feign, you know, inc- incompetency, if you will. And, uh, of course, the fecal matter got everywhere. Uh, her clothes, her face, her phone, all over the lawyer as well. Uh, it's not great. Let's put it that way. Uh, and so they have to now deal with this particular situation. He uh, did not get the incompetency plea that he was hoping. Instead, the guilty plea came. A 20-year sentence was handed out because of it, and now they have to re-look at the Houston, the whole Houston kind of judicial system is re-evaluating if this is the way they want this kind of stuff to happen. Because nobody wants to be put in that situation, right? Yeah, I got questions. Fire away. Was he saving, like, stuff, or was he saving up? Like, ah, oh, man, I got this hearing. I'm going to go bat bleep crazy, man. I'm just going to, I got to save my poop. Yes, I believe that's how it had to, it has to happen that way. Like, what is, what do you, what is the other option that you see for it? And isn't there like a warning that he's, he's pooping himself? <laughs> you would think. And then you can take action right there and prevent this from happening. Like, almost like it's in the line of fire, but it's in the line of poop. And I don't know, like, I mean, I, I don't know what kind of get up he had. But, like, it was, like, those jumpsuits don't seem like they're easy yeah. access. Plus, I would imagine you're in a courtroom. He's probably... No, you're not in a courtroom. No, no, no. I mean, a fake courtroom, right? I mean, because they're doing it off-site. They're doing it at this place. Like, you would still have... You would think that he would still be in cuffs and stuff, right? Well, it depends on what the charges but, are. But the jumpsuit in particular, they must have had him dress up as, uh, like, it was a regular court appearance. Could very well be. Because, yeah, you're right, that jumpsuit, that would be tough. I mean, it zips from the front, I would imagine. There's a lot. I mean, degree of difficulty has got to be pretty high no matter what here. But uh, it doesn't make it okay or great. Yeah, we need a fecal matter thrower judge to judge this situation. Oh, I don't know if I want to talk to that person. But I will say this. She has recused herself from further cases off-site. So basically the judge is like, that's the only and last time I'll be doing that. So I certainly don't blame her because nobody wants a face full of crap. You understand what I'm saying? That's not in the job description. Yeah. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. Big J. If you find yourself in a relationship, maybe just maybe you also live with your significant other. Wouldn't that be nice, Big J? Right. And if you happen to be in that particular situation, it's for your mental health and your overall health benefits too. Share a bed with your significant other or your partner. Uh, There are some couples out there that have separate beds, separate bedrooms. And believe it or not, that's not doing you any good, in case you're curious. 
Uh, but the biggest thing that they've noticed when they talk to 10,000 working age men and women here in the United States and ask them details about their sleep, health, and life quality, they found that people who never slept with a partner, they're way more likely to suffer insomnia. But couples who slept together got better quality sleep, were less likely to be depressed, and felt more relationship satisfaction. So there you go. All right, man. I mean, it feels like it's fairly common knowledge that these things are positives for the most part if you share a bed with your significant other or your partner but if you factor in other things like you know uh like uh, from time to time the kid will come crash in the bed or you got the baby that you just had gave birth to that's sleeping in the bed with you that's where things like insomnia stress and sleep apnea risk tend to increase if other people are in that bed as well listen there's a lot of moving parts and that includes pets apparently big j so watch out Uh, Sometimes pets can disrupt your sleep. I don't think I have to tell you that. Damn right, they do. So keep that in mind as well. You have to figure out the perfect and ideal sleep situation for you, but as long as you're happy, that's all that matters. Steph Curry will play tonight in Game 4 of the NBA Finals. He, of course, got injured towards the end of Game 3 when he and Al Horford from the Celtics tangled up. And diving for a ball, and Al landed on his foot. He says some good rest and some ice did the trick, so the Warriors will be at full strength when they take on the Celtics in Game 4 tonight. LeBron James has officially said he wants to own an NBA team when he hangs up his cleats, and he's already decided where that NBA team is going to play, Big J. Oh? Yep. He says that when he retires, he is going to set up an NBA franchise in the city of Las Vegas. Uh, Now, there are zero plans currently to expand the NBA, uh, period, let alone to Vegas. But uh, if anything that has been proven over the last uh, 20 years or so, it's that uh, whatever LeBron James wants, he pretty much gets. So, uh, of course, he just, much like Tiger Woods, just passed the billion-dollar net worth threshold. So he's got some cash to throw around. How much money it will cost to start up a franchise, I don't know. He won't be the sole owner, of course. But, uh, listen, I'm guessing at some point he'll probably get this done. He has a tendency to do that stuff from time to time. So maybe, just maybe, there is a NBA team headed to Vegas soon. It's, of course, where the Summer League is, so they have plenty of basketball and action and stuff in there. So it wouldn't be a surprise that that's the next place they look. Big J, are you familiar with the Thunderbolts at all? The Thunderbolts? Yes, it is a comic book franchise uh, in the Marvel Cinematic or the Marvel Universe, and they have announced yesterday that they're going to make a movie. Uh, And it's going to be interesting to see what they do with it. The Thunderbolts is essentially Marvel's, the closest equivalent they have to the Suicide Squad. It is a bunch of anti-heroes and mostly villains that team up to do uh, things that other heroes and other you know comic book characters won't do. So uh, Marvel has a tendency to rip off DC a lot and then become more successful in their ripoffs. The Thunderbolts is one of those situations where that didn't happen. They did rip them off, but Suicide Squad is probably fairly more well-known even without the movies than the Thunderbolts were. Yeah. But uh, there are a couple of characters that are already been introduced that are part of the Thunderbolts. Uh, Zemo, of course, from Age of Ultron, Big J. You remember the big bad? He also popped up in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. He is the leader of the Thunderbolts. And then Taskmaster is also one of the big main members, but they already kind of biffed that storyline in the Black Widow movie, so I don't know what they're going to do with the Thunderbolts movie. We do know that the writer of Black Widow is going to come along for the ride for this particular movie, and then Jake Schreer, who directed Paper Towns, is going to direct the movie. So it's coming. Do you have any interest in a Suicide Squad-esque Marvel Cinematic Universe movie? I don't know. We'll see. You don't like Zemo? I don't know who Zemo is. Yes, you do. Uh, he's the guy from uh, Age of Ultron and the guy that was in Falcon and oh, Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, actually, uh, sorry, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. I did like him. Good. Because, yeah, he's actually a good character. Now, what they do and fill out the rest of those particular categories and characters, I don't know. But it's going to be a movie whether we like it or not. That's usually the case. But Big J's red-hot interest in the Marvel Cinematic Universe has cooled down significantly. Agree or disagree? Well, yeah. Is it just because all your characters that you, like, you... You were more attached to the characters in the stories anyway, right? Or the actors, I should say, really, more than anything. No, I no, I mean, I w- listen, the mainstays of what we know of the co- most of the Marvel comics that came out were Iron Man, Thor, Captain America. Those characters, yeah, I mean, those were the ones I knew. Right. And I got into, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy, some other stuff I didn't really know. 
uh, because those are really good movies. Right. But you're not really giving, I guess, the new batch a whole lot of chance. Well, right? if, if if I saw a, 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 a preview or a trailer that made me interested in something... That'd be a different story. Okay. But I had, okay. but I look at the Eternals. I'm like, I just have no zero interest in it at all. Right. And Ms. Marvel clocks nah, that nothing. as well. Uh, but you did watch like Moon Knight and the other Marvel television shows, right? Yeah. Uh, but I may have regretted a little bit spending time watching Moon Knight. You weren't that impressed. Some of it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's getting to an interesting category where where they go from here and what they're going to end up doing and whether or not it's as successful is a real question mark. But we'll see. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up your pop culture smackdown. But first, we have to check the TDS Fiber Traffic Center brought to you by Volkswagen of Boise. Here's CB. Pop culture smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, we got some tickets. Our last pair, actually, of tickets to go see Slipknot. The Not Fest Roadshow is happening tomorrow night at the Ford Idaho Center. Tickets for the still available. It will be kick-ass. Uh, Cypress Hill opening and horror. And then you get Slipknot. If you've never seen Slipknot, man, just this is something you need to do uh put it on your bucket list and get out there tomorrow night it's going to be worth it plus uh we will uh you just got to do this in order to win these tickets beat nick and pop culture smackdown 208-287-1003 is our phone number if you would like to play big j's got your pop culture questions we'll see how you do to the phones we go hello the x hey good morning good morning man what's your name Sam. All right, Sam, you're up first. On this day in 1991, this team won the first of six championships for the Windy City. Chicago Bulls. Right. Good job. We got our sports listener, Nick. Boom. Uh, For what movie, Nick, did Tom Hanks score his first Academy Award nomination? The first nomination? Yes. Uh, Not necessarily. Well, I mean, I don't know how far back... My guess is going to be Philadelphia. Oh. No? No. Oh, you know what? He was nominated for Big, wasn't he? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I forgot about Big back in 1988. Yeah, comedy of all things. I know. It was a good movie. He did a good job. That's my fault. I actually knew that and for some reason spaced it. Good job, Sam. Yes. That's all it takes to grab yourself some Slipknot tickets today. Pretty easy, if you ask me. Hang on one second, dude. We'll, we'll make sure that you are all set and good to go there. We're going to learn a little bit more about the lounge at the end of the universe coming up next in the X-Rocks. That's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That is around the world here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's another weekend chock full of huge events at the lounge at the end of the universe. Uh, you can always check out Lounge Boise for more information, but we have a couple of guests in studio to talk about some of the cool things that are happening, namely this evening at the lounge. Let's kick things off with one of the really cool running events here in the Treasure Valley. That is the Idaho Pun Slam. And there is another event happening this evening, correct? Yes. So I'm Tiffany Eller. I'm the host of the Pun Slam, the Idaho Pun Slam, and tonight we're having our monthly event, which is a comedy competition of dad jokes, bad jokes, and rad jokes, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I always try to switch it up. But. I love it. I love it. And it's uh, this one, is it outdoors? Is that yes. what's making this a little bit Yeah, different? so okay. this one is scheduled to be outdoors tonight. If it's too hot, we will move inside just for safety reasons. Sure. But uh, yeah, it's going to be outside. We've done it outside before, and it's been a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, starts at 7, and tickets are still available. They're actually half off right now. Okay. So. Beautiful. There's $7 a good deal. tickets. Yeah. yeah. Can't be the price. So you can get them at loungeboise.com. Uh, you can also follow Idaho Pun Slam on all the socials. There's a great way for people to reach out and kind of get an idea of what makes the Pun Slam so cool and unique. And the idea is it's essentially a, a tournament that you're going to have a huge championship for at the end of the year, but you're looking for people. They don't necessarily have to have a whole bunch of qualifications. You'll happily take anybody off the street, and you just want to try to tap into people's creativity, right? Right, yeah. So anybody that wants to compete over 18 can come out and compete. You draw a topic at the beginning of the night, and then you have about an hour to write as many puns or jokes on your topic as possible to perform for two minutes in the first round. 
you do it all again for the second round, and then the third round is a head-to-head battle between the top two punsters. Nice. So anyone can compete, and the prize is something silly, a bar tab, and then you get entered into our uh, tournament bracket at the end of the year for a $1,000 prize if you win. Wow. That's a nice prize. It's a great prize. And, of course, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into it, and a lot of, uh, you know, I'm sure you have a team of people that help come up with particular topics, right, to help uh, the actual talent involved to try to come up with some different things. Oh, yeah, a whole team of me and my husband. But you know, you've been doing this for a while, Tiff, and I think you deserve a ton of credit for making this thing the the size that it is and to get the amount of people involved in it that you have. And you know, I think it is a testament to the work that you and your husband and everybody that's involved does to make this something that people want to continue to come back to. Because once you go to a punt slam, you're like, that's fun. <laughs> I want to go back and be a part of it again. So that's really cool. Yeah, one of the best testimonies. I ever got was it's more fun than it had any right to be. <laughs> so I, I take that as a high compliment. And ultimately, I love Boise. I love building community. And I want this to be something that people can return to again and again, invite their friends to, invite their friends from out of town to, and for it to just be a good old time where we can all remember that we all laugh at the same stuff and we're all the same community at the end of the day. Exactly, exactly. And it's happening tonight, 7 o'clock at the Lounge at the End of the Universe. Again, grab your tickets at loungeboise.com. Tiffany, if they want to follow you or the Pun Slam on the socials, what's the best place to go for that? Yeah, Facebook, Instagram. We are just at Idaho Pun Slam and we have our own website that's idahopunslam.com. Beautiful. Nice. And you can see some clips and some really cool ideas as to how this stuff works. But trust me, if you go to check out a Pun Slam tonight, you are not going to be disappointed. So jump on loungeboise.com and grab those tickets so that you can enjoy yourself some Idaho Pun Slam action. And then, of course, uh, your friend sitting right next to you has got an event happening also this evening. It's our buddy Robert Long from Things and Company. Uh, good morning, Robert. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Welcome back. Uh, the more Every time you come in, you have more comic books and larger yeah, quantities boxes. of comic You have boxes of comic books. You don't want to talk about my intense voice? <laughs> I figured it was comic book related, maybe, because you brought in so many. Well, actually, those are two empty boxes. Okay. There's there's like no, eight. I see stuff in there. No, there's like eight books in one of them. Okay. But, okay. Uh, yeah, you guys left me out of the MCU conversation. I we know. Well, we didn't know. We it was my fault. It. I, we brought it up too too early, and you corrected me. Thank you. I read Zemo was in Civil War, and I said oh, Age of Ultron. So it's true. You. you know there are a bunch of people in their morning drive going. It's not. Yeah. It's not Age of Ultron. Usually <laughs> that's me, but yes, you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct, and it is important to point out your mistakes and how uh, terrible you are at your job sometimes. And I like to do yeah. that. Oh. So thank you. No, no, no. No, it's not an insult. I'm just t- totally owning up to the fact that I biffed. I love it when, because I don't know these things, so I love it when he's an idiot. <laughs> like, he knows it. He it, just uh, he only pays attention to half of the conversation. Yeah, he doesn't remember yeah, it, the other but part. But I wouldn't I would have remembered anyways, and, and I would have not had confidence enough, but, but to see somebody else take you down, <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Yeah, I was really insulted. <sighs> I got all upset and started yeah. throwing stuff around I the I felt studio. that way anyways, and I was, it was great. Yep. Uh, you have things in company happening today. Tonight at the Lounge at the End of the Universe, what's on tap for you guys? Uh, tonight we are doing Big Tin Foil Ball, so we have an Armando with a special guest monologist, and then we're doing Dee's Notes, the musical improv show, um, and we're still running our free drink promotion, so right. the, lounge, the Lounge has a two-drink minimum. Your first one is on us, um, so come drink for get free booze yes please uh and we're coming up on our summer break things and company is going to do portable things we're going to go other places and play shows in other places so uh you only got a couple more times to see us at the lounge this summer and then it's on break and then there's a ton of other stuff that i have to talk about that i want to talk about (laughs) that's going on at the lounge this weekend you guys go ahead no you go ahead i was gonna say and that is uh, <laughs> I was going to lay it all intro for you. Uh, Josh Johnson, mm-hmm. from uh, he's the head writer of The Daily Show. He's um, tonight and tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Uh, you guys talked to him yesterday, we right? We did. We did, yeah. Okay. Good I, dude. I'm so excited for that. I may ditch my own show <laughs> to go watch Josh Johnson because Daily Show, man. Yeah, no uh, kidding. Big then, time. 
And then tomorrow night, um, you know, the British invasion in rock and roll? Mm -hmm. We're having the Tacoma invasion uh, of comedy also at 9 o'clock. Joke Daddy is headlining, and their event goes up at 9 at the lounge as well. So you got Josh Johnson at 9 o'clock both Friday and Saturday, the Tacoma invasion tomorrow night at 9 o'clock, and us tonight at 9 o'clock as well. So you have an opportunity, if you want, I believe, to double-team the Idaho Punt Slam, and then you can make your way into the things and company show tonight if you want to do that correct i'll be doing all right good good i will be i'm there to look intimidating and try and uh i mean uh i'm trying to scare people out that's really i mean i'm gonna challenge people to stay outside in the heat and if i can get people to pass out i mathematically eliminated 11 people from this year's competition because last year's finals finals field was 22 and this year's is 11 the widow maker yeah my goodness there you go now i'm the widow maker The Widowmaker. So if I can make some people drop in the heat, if I can make them drop in the heat, they can't make it to December. I love it. Too scared of heat stroke. It's a solid strategy, Robert. I mean, it's tough to beat. Uh, You you talk often about the guest monologists that you have, and they're always a surprise. Uh Um, But you are the one that knows who they are, right? The rest of the team doesn't know. You don't always know. No, actually, I passed off booking to uh, Sheree Armstrong. By the way, of the five people that have qualified for December's Punchlam finals, three of them are things and company performers. <laughs> All right. So come and get us. Yeah, you know you got some talent on the stage. We man. are the gauntlet. I love it. Uh, and one of them is Sheree Armstrong. She qualified uh, in May, and I passed off booking the monologist to her. So okay. I legit, I just flat up told her, I don't want to know who it is. I want it to be a surprise. I want you to introduce them so I I can meet somebody and it's as spontaneous and improvisational as possible. I love it. Because you know you did used to book that, so you enjoy kind of going in blind as opposed to kind of having a little bit of You never know what they're going to talk about, but you kind of have an idea of who the person is a little bit. Uh, yeah, I did up until right. this month. I mean, my goal as, as my career goal as an improviser is I want a troupe that can walk out on stage having no idea what we're going to do say to the audience what do you want to see tonight and no matter what they say we can then go okay here's the show it's beautiful yeah it's beautiful and you you know it's no wonder why uh you know the the things and company group is so good at the idaho pun slam because a lot of that stuff kind of works in tandem obviously creativity being able to think on your feet knowing something that you know not knowing what the topic is until you get it and then having to figure out something on it is all a big part of improv and it kind of works together pretty nicely i imagine right oh yeah i mean the first one i won was last September and it was the last one they did outside and um, I had I had a strategy going in I mean there's there's you have 30 minutes to an hour to write the first round and um, so I sit down and I make a list of words and then I start looking for connections and that's all improvisational skills looking for the patterns right then the second one you have about 10 minutes because you can only write during intermission so again I make the list of words but I don't necessarily write the script I just put the words in order so I know the idea I'm going okay and my strategy is usually the first time it was if I can make the finals I'm probably golden because because of the way improv works and short form improv in particular works there are several games that are about coming up with a pun on the spot so i was like if i got five seconds to think while the other guy is 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 talking i can come up with a word that hasn't been used and then spin it and that has served me against everybody except sheree (laughs) no uh, jimmy bowman beat me too because he won last year and i came in third right um but yeah sheree wiped the floor with me I, there's something she's got a level that I don't get. I love it. I and love it. Well, I love those performers. Surrounding yourself with talented people is a very good thing, man. And it's a smart move. And you're going to see a lot of it tonight uh, and this weekend, as a matter of fact, at the lounge at the end of the universe. So do yourself a favor. Loungeboise.com is where you can grab tickets. Idaho Pun Slam, seven o'clock tonight, nine o'clock. Things and company, and you can check out Robert and his crew and have a very good time. Thank you, as always, Tiffany and Robert, for coming in. We appreciate it. You guys are the best. Have fun at Lounge Boise this weekend, please. I present to you the following headlines, Big J. Monkey King, not great, and prepare yourselves. Monkey King! A Florida man known as the Monkey Whisperer has been sentenced, Big J, to illegally transporting and selling primates. His name is Jimmy Hammonds. He's 58 years old. He was sentenced to five years for violating the Endangered Species Act. Authorities said that Hammonds bred and sold wildlife, conspired to sell monkeys to a buyer in California, which is illegal. 
He also illegally sold endangered primates to people in Alabama, South Carolina, and Wisconsin. He has been convicted of similar acts back in 2012 when one of his monkeys attacked a young child, which is never good, Big J. And that all of a sudden the parents wanted to tell them real quick where they got this illegal monkey from. And they shut down his operation back then, but he got out and he went right back to sell the monkeys, bro. Leave the monkeys alone. Yeah, leave wild animals alone. Stop monkeying around. It doesn't go well, but I'm sure it'll be a Netflix series by the end of the year. Not great or prepare yourselves? Prepare yourselves. Now listen, we told you about this a couple months ago, but now the reality of it is going to start to sink in. If you enjoy putting particular hot sauces on your foods, get ready because you are going to have a sauce shortage. Specifically, if you enjoy the particular sriracha sauce because it's not going well. The Hoi Fung Company, which makes the popular chili sauce, the one with the rooster on the bottle that everybody's seen, has got some serious production delays happening right now because there is a severe shortage of chilies. This is different from what the original shortage thoughts were going to be, which was transportation related. This has to do with actual production. So that means there's all sorts of other delays that piggyback upon this production delay, which means distribution and short supplies at supermarkets and restaurant tables are going to be a thing. So either you have a couple of options, figure out what you want to do for the time being or find an alternative hot sauce. It's not like there aren't a bunch of others out there. For somebody that enjoys sriracha sauce, Big J, what would you suggest as an alternative? You know what they taste like. I don't. Uh, well, sriracha's unique, though, in right? the fact that it's sweet as well as hot. It's not so, too, too spicy. It's got a little bit of kick to it, but it definitely has that sweetness, yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's hard. I don't know. Probably any of the uh, sweet and spicy, like, barbecue sauce might be good. You feel like that's a barbecue sauce more than Well, I'm just trying to think of something that would be a good substitution because the rest of the hot sauces out there are pretty hot saucy. You know what I mean? And sriracha doesn't have those qualities? A little bit, but it's a a different flavor than most hot sauces. Wrap it up with not great. Have you ever driven over a bridge and thought about how nerve-wracking and scary it must have been for the first person who had to walk or drive over that thing? Well, a newly constructed footbridge recently opened up in the Mexican town of Suernavaca, and the proud mayor of the town was leading a group of people across it when it suddenly collapsed, sent the group plunging 10 feet into a stream below. The bridge was put together with wood boards and metal chains, clearly not constructed to support that many people at once, which was the problem. Making matters worse, some of the bridge people on the bridge tried to show off how structurally sound it was by jumping up and down on it and, of course, caused the collapse. Now, the good news is nobody was seriously injured. The bad news is about 15 people, including the mayor, suffered minor injuries in the fall because, yeah, anytime you're falling 10 feet unsuspectedly or you know, unexpectedly, it's not going to go that great. You understand? Yeah. So the good news is everybody's okay, but the bad news is, hey, maybe, maybe don't jump on the new bridge, everybody. Or maybe you don't limit how many people walk across a footbridge. It's one of those bridges that looks okay, but you're like, there's no way there should be that many people on it. And just from the eyeball test, and that's exactly how it ended up working out. So be careful, everyone. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There are your headlines. You're up to date on all the things. We got your bad impressions next on the x Rocks. Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X. And Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. It's more than just Subaru. They're the Idaho Center pre-owned super store. And uh, we have some VIP tickets for you to go to the lounge at the end of the universe. This might be a great weekend. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, Josh Johnson in tonight. We also talked about the uh, the pun slam happening this weekend. And, of course, uh, you've got the fun with uh, the folks in uh Thoughts and Company for the Things and Company. Things and company. Thank you for uh, the um, improv comedy all weekend along as well. So you just need to figure out bad impressions to get that for yourself. 208-287-1003. Got three clues here. Uh, I'm pointing you to somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is, these VIP tickets are yours and you are important. Hello, the X. Hey, this is Kyle. All right, Kyle, you're up first. Good luck. I rose to meteoric fame as a teenage pop hit machine with a song called Hit Me One More Time. Next. I went super crazy for a period of time, maybe even right now. Next. It's Britney, bitch. No. Britney Spears. 
There you go, Kyle. That is absolutely I feel like correct. that last one sold it for him. <laughs> I certainly hope so. Yeah. Hang on one second, man. We'll hook you up with those VIP tickets to the Lounge at the End of the Universe. Why is Britney Spears in the news? You know, when you're, you're getting married and there's that, that thing in there the when you're doing the vows and it says, if anyone here should have a, a you know a disagreement or, or think that this should not happen. Uh, we, we see in the movies that people you know use that as a vehicle for whatever comedy. Well, uh, I went a little too far in Britney Spears' case as she was getting married and uh, her ex uh, crashed the wedding and tried to disrupt the whole thing. Uh, Jason Alexander and uh, they ended up uh, arresting him and uh, dragging him out. Would have been a lot funnier if it was actually Costanza, not, not the Jason Alexander that was <laughs> yeah. formerly married to Britney Spears, but I do respect the uh, the name, and uh, yeah, he's had some issues as of late. This probably he's probably not mentally okay, and uh, breaking into some because this is at her house too. So yeah. he broke into her house, he live streamed it, and then got tackled and uh, basically detained by security. Yeah, the police showed up, and you know we we laugh and joke about it now, but that could have been really ugly. Like oh, that no. could have been none of that's okay. Yeah, no, it, it's not, and so. Uh, maybe we need to take that out of the the whole um, picture when it comes to, hey, let's show up at the wedding and disrupt things. I don't know if he was waiting for that particular point. I'm not sure that was the whole master plan. I think he just wanted to, I don't know, break up the wedding or cause her distress. I'm sure both things were successful. But uh, not cool, man. Don't do that. That's not all right. Not cool. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> And that's going to wrap up the morning after with Nick and Big J for this week. Thank you to Robert from Things and Company for popping by. Thank you to Tiffany from the Idaho Punsland for popping in as well. Make sure you check out those events and more this weekend at the Lounge at the End of the Universe. Congratulations to our last winner of the Slipknot tickets for tomorrow night's Not Not Fest Roadshow, which is going to be awesome. And congratulations to all the VIP winners that took home the big prize yesterday. Hopefully you will have a good time out there on Saturday. That's the idea. Tickets still available. ICTickets.com, Ticketmaster.com, XRock.com is all the direct links to trusted websites that you can go to if you want to go to the show tomorrow. It certainly would not be a bad thing. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, I'm all for this. Uh, Rob Alford, he he desperately wants to take a photo with Dolly Parton when she and his band, Judas Priest, are included in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in November. A little creepily so far, uh, he says this to to Metal Crypt Magazine, I'm going to force her to, even if she doesn't know who I am, I'm going to see uh, what table she's sitting at. I'm just going to try to run to the table and do the devil's horn thing uh, behind her. (laughs) All right. Well, listen, man, so, we all have dreams. Yeah, man. I suppose. I, I'm, I'm guessing it'll be easy for him to pull yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure she would be into that and think it would be cool because yeah. she's a cool lady. Dolly Parton seems like the kind of person that would take a picture with anybody, Big Maybe, maybe Jack White will make that introduction. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, and toilets that won't flush. Stop freaking. Call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, heating and mechanical, your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. That's it for us. Jason Drew's coming in next. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, idahoadvocates.com.